It is Wednesday night, December 27th, 2023, the last Kicking Out podcast episode for the year of 2023. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas out there. I'm Tanner Lee, co-host Paul Zartman, Austin Shepard, the Shep in the house. Fellas, how we doing? Good, good. We're uh, just removed from Christmas, getting ready to kick off the new year, and of course, we're talking wrestling. We are talking wrestling tonight. We've got a bunch in store tonight. We got uh, World's End coming up on Saturday night, so we got our predictions for that. We got our AW Bull predictions. We're each going to make three bull predictions that we think will happen in 2024. And, of course, something we did last year that we had a lot of fun with. We're going to try to predict who the champions across the board in AW will be a year from now. So, which I don't know about you guys, but I thought doing that for this year was a lot more difficult than it was last year. Yeah. <laughs> that I roster got, changed a lot. I, got one, I think I got one title right. You were the only one who has one yeah. right at the moment in MGF for the world title. We each had title holders at one point through 2023, but they're not holding it right now. So, so, so let's ask this question then, Tanner. Uh, what if MJF drops the belt at uh, World's End? Does that mean Shep is wrong? Since mm. technically that's still 2023. Technically it is. And tech- I mean, he, he had the title still while we're, do- while, while we're doing the show right now. So, Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he gets the point. I think he's the winner for this year's title predictions. But We'll, we'll get into that because I have a whole – crazy theory on on mjf in, in this coming weekend yeah and shep and i got burnt by jade leaving for the wwe we both had her as world champ but the wwe i think will be a common factor in 2024 uh with AEW. yep i agree i agree oh yeah well, uh, before I get into our very important announcement that we teased last week, and if you follow the Kicking Out podcast on social media, well, if you're not, you should, at Kicking Out Pod. But if so, maybe you kind of saw the teaser. Maybe you've already figured out what our announcement's going to be or, or part of our announcement. But before I get into that, uh, Paul, do you have a question for Shep there? I do. Hey, Shep, uh, we just passed Christmas, so I want to know, what are we drinking tonight? Right before New Year? Well, Christmas was rough. So we, we, I, I thought today I should probably take it a little easy because the last four days have been uh, ongoing and, and there's a lot of parties and uh, a lot of a lot of stuff flowing. So we just went back to beer. Nice cold mug of beer. 
You can't beat it. Plus, that asshole French company won't let us tag them and won't give me any uh, won't give me any uh, publicity after the past gazillion episodes of me chugging their product. Um, so, and this backup thing is just water. Maybe you know that's what I'm gonna say. It is. Cheers. Just water. <laughs> Just water. I'm, I'm joining. Lemonade. I'm joining you tonight, Shep. So cheers. I thought, yeah, let's go out 2023 and have a little drink tonight. So, yeah. but you were mentioning that company that we've been trying to get them to send us merch or anything. Something they won't even let you tag them. Um, no, they won't let me tag them. But if you are out there and you want to promote yourself or your business or organization, company, whatever it may be. We are always looking for sponsors for the podcast. So if you're interested, you can DM any of the three of us on social media, or you can reach us at kickingoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us an email that way as well, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. And we'd love to have you on board uh, supporting our podcast. 2023 has been the biggest year for the Kicking Out Podcast by far. Uh, Paul and I started this in 2021, uh, in January of 21. And then Shep jumped on board um, in first quarter of 2022. So this was our first full year as a three-man crew, but it's been our biggest year. Our uh, following's grown across all of our social media platforms, especially on YouTube. Please subscribe and hit that notification bell if you haven't already. And uh, we're having more people listen to the pod every week, and uh, we're having fun with it. So that's the main yep. thing. But. Uh, and 2023 also led to the disappearance of the KOP Predictions title. It did. It went MIA. It's like Jericho had the belt or something. <laughs> it did, but I think it went floating down the Tippecanoe River. Hopefully, it can swim. Uh, <laughs> that but, thing's pretty uh, heavy, so I, I don't know. There, there might be a, a new kicking out podcast predictions championship that will pop up here in the next month. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll see it. Maybe you'll see it on socials, or maybe we'll just debut it on here. I don't know. Could just be it'll be just be right after here after the weekend after Saturday. Okay, All you right. guys are funny. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are funny, but uh, but anyways, we started this podcast in 2021. Paul and I at the beginning we were trying to find our footing. We didn't know what day, yeah. what time we wanted to do. We tried Thursdays for a while, and then we figured, eh, doing that Thursday night podcast, Dynamite's kind of old news by then. So then we kind of switched to doing it live on Wednesday nights, which it's worked for us for a while, but. Uh, this year, especially, I think all of our schedules have kind of been a little crazy at times, and it's been hard to always be a three-man crew on Wednesday nights. And, and there's more and more podcasts that are popping up and starting to do um, their podcast recordings on Wednesday, Wednesday nights right after Dynamite. So with that said, drum roll, please, which I don't have a drum roll, and I won't make either of you Worst drum roll ever, but thank you. Here is our very our very important announcement. And for everybody that might be listening on the audio version of this podcast and didn't see the announcement, our announcement is we are moving to Sundays starting next Sunday, January 7th, 2024. That sounds weird to say, but 2024. And uh, maybe the time will change sometimes, uh, especially when if there's a 
AEW pay-per-view on a Sunday. Maybe maybe we'll record at a different time. But I think we're going to shoot for 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for, for the most part. So, uh, yes, we're moving to Sundays. I don't know about you guys, I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, it's a good thing. I am is, pumped. We'll be uh, reviewing the whole week's. Uh, you know, we exactly. get to, we'll, we'll see three television shows, yep. um, and then we get to talk about all of them and 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 see how good they mesh together. Exactly, uh, and then that, and that's the thing. Like going back when Paul and I started this, it was just dynamite. There was no rampage, yeah. there was no collision, and AEW just added more programming. So maybe we won't go as in depth as we typically have for dynamite episodes going forward, but we can t- kind of just do a week in review and pick out our favorite parts and favorite matches and chop it up and still do quizzes and all that stuff and pay-per-view predictions. So won't be yep. too different, but I'm excited about it. I remember um, one of the reasons we changed our timing um, one, because it was getting old too. We were covering dark. That's right. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Dark. Well, not only that, that Paul, you remember at the very beginning, we were covering BTE even. Yes. BTE into dark into dynamite. Yeah, I forgot about dark. Yeah, good times. We, good times. There at the beginning, we were lucky to make it an hour, and now it's like, oh wait, it's only an hour long. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. A lot to yeah. talk about. A lot to talk about. But uh, there, there was our very important announcement. Like I said, if you follow us on social media at Kicking Out Potty, probably kind of figured the code out a little bit. But uh, there it is. Very excited about it. So there will be no. <laughs> podcast next wednesday so after tonight the next time you will see us live is next sunday january 7th 2024 so. and figure sunday sunday, sunday 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 that's what that's my, uh, that my monster truck voice <laughs> and, and hopefully uh next sunday i'm debuting some uh, kop merch on yes. the show yes so fingers Which, crossed for that one I'm glad you brought that up, Paul, because you can still take advantage of the promo code going on right now, kickingoutshop.com. It's valid through next Monday, January 1st, 2024. Use the promo code FREE23 for free shipping on all items. So take advantage yeah. of that. And that's nice because it's not one of those uh, you know, free shipping on orders over X amount of dollars. I mean, right. you go in, you buy the cheapest thing on the website, you get free shipping. Yep. Yep. So hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, glasses, zip ups, pint glasses, whatever you want. We got it on there. Except mm-hmm. for hats right now. Um, sold out in hats, but we'll work on that in 2024. Yeah. There's beanie though. If you if you're a beanie, a beanie guy, you can or gal, you can get yourself a KOP beanie. Very true. Very true. So all right, fellas. Well, you want to jump right into our world's end predictions? We can kind of recap most of Dynamite, I feel like, while while predicting world's end because tonight's show pretty much set up the whole card on Saturday. All right. Let's my do dogs this. agreeing there. All right. Let's start off with a match that was made tonight. Andrade versus Miro. Mm. Mm. Um, go ahead, Shep. Look, well, I, I was going to say, I, th- I think this match would have a little bit more uh, uh, momentum behind it if uh, C.J. Perry would uh, not me, be turning into a zombie. But but her fingers falling off. And, oh, my God. That, was not that might have been the disgust- most disgusting thing I've ever seen. But hopefully she's doing better and yeah. getting well. Mm. Um, but but Miro kind of had that attitude. She, he was upset that 
she basically shows Andrade to valet to manage whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's what, what uh, came on to this match. We haven't seen Miro in a while. I feel like Andrade's got some momentum behind him. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I pick Andrade for four points. Ooh. All right. Uh, I went Miro for two points because of the fact that we haven't seen Miro in a while. And uh, it, this all comes from a story around his wife. So I just, I don't see him losing this, but that's, I, I only went two points because I could be wrong and I wouldn't be upset if Andrade won this. So, yeah, I think this is a toss up. I went with Miro for one. But I could see CJ getting involved if she is healthy enough and maybe costing Miro. Um, but I agree with Shep. I think Andrade's got some momentum. But the main reason I went with Miro is just the simple fact he's under contract uh, more going forward than Andrade. I think Andrade's contract runs up in 2024. And unless things change with him, it wouldn't shock me if he jumps back to the WWE, especially since his wife, uh, Charlotte, signed a, a big, big money extension with WWE. So go with Miro for one, but it's, yeah, that was my hardest prediction of this all. It's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Next up, I have for the FD, FTW title, FTW rules match, Hook defending against Wheeler Yuta. Um, with it being an FTW rules match, I mean, that's pretty much hardcore, extreme rules. Anything goes, however you want to look at it. Um, I feel that this kind of favors Hook a little more, so I went with Hook for four. I went with Yuta for one. I, I feel like this is going to be a, maybe a back-and-forth feud, and, and maybe we get a little bit more of these guys going back and forth, so this will kind of get the story going. And I mean – it's, it's okay. This belt can move around. Yeah. You know, it's not really a belt. It should move around. It sticks on guys forever, it seems yeah. like. So, yeah, I got Yuta for one. I have Hook for two, um, just being in New York. He's from New York, FTW rules. But the more I think about it, I kind of wish I would have picked Wheeler because maybe the BCC gets involved. And we don't really know who Hook's allies are, and Danhausen maybe. But, um, yes. yeah. So. Who- who would you rather have in your corner, Claudio or Danhausen, to protect you? <laughs> I think Claudio. And I, and I, swing, and I, I think he could swing Danhausen two hundred times. Yeah, I'm not being evil there. <laughs> being very nice. I'm being very nice. I'm going to be nice for 2024. I, I think I'd go Justin Roberts over um, Danhausen uh, <laughs> if Claudio's coming down. So, just saying. But that, that should be a good match. I could see it once again going either way. That's why I only have two on it. So. Yeah. How about uh, finally, after a year in the making, kind of, Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee? Um, Man, both of these guys are impressive. Um, Both of them have some momentum behind him, even with uh, a loss tonight for Swerve. He's got a lot of momentum behind him. I could not decide who I wanted to win this, so I let my son decide for me, and he picked Keith Lee. Okay. How many and points? I went with three. Okay. Swerve taking the L tonight. He is too hot to have two in a row. Um, this feud needs to be put to bed. 
not, nothing against Keith Lee. I think he's an amazing athlete. Just doesn't have a lot going for him right now. And look, let's be honest. They're not they're not necessarily winning the ratings war every week. And, and some of them are a little lower than they want. This guy's hot right now. No way they can he can take another L. Tonight was a different story in a three-way. Um, but yeah, I got uh, I got Strickland for six. And, and I, I agree, Shep. I, I'm happy for Keith Lee finally getting a big match in a, on a big pay-per-view. I'm kind of surprised this is the match they're giving Swerve. I kind of figured after, um, after uh, yeah, Full Gear. Couldn't think of the name. After Full Gear, I thought we might get a rubber match with he, he and Hangman. But they obviously pivoted, and it doesn't look like Hangman's going to be on the pay-per-view unless something happens on Rampage or Collision. And... Hangman's uh, buddies, the Bucks, for the first time in AEW history, are not going to be on one of their pay-per-views um, unless something once again changes. So, but I agree with Shep. I have Swerve for six for a lot of the same reasons that he stated. I just think now, it's too don't hot. forget, we do have a battle royal. Hangman could show up in the battle That's royal. True. He's been known to do That's that, true. not have a big match, but just show up in the battle royals. Yeah, but he doesn't. He he would do. He would not benefit of winning that and getting a TNT title shot. No, I didn't say he had to win it. I mean, you could have him come out and maybe Nana shows up or something and he gets thrown over that way. So he's set up for a future rematch between Hangman and Swerve. And he's got a good excuse not to be on the pay-per-view. I mean, he still got slammed through a car windshield a couple weeks ago. So, Yeah. Maybe uh, Paul White will show up in the Battle Royal. Yeah, you never know. Captain Insano, he shows no mercy. Um, and the guy who lost that three-way match or took the pin, Jay White, got to think he's got to be in that Battle Royal, right? I mean, I don't know if the TNT title shot does him any good, but he's too big of a talent not to have on pay-per-view. Right. But I don't know what else you do with him. So. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, Tanner. I, I think he has got some momentum behind him, too. And, and with the with the Bullet Club, so mm-hmm. yeah, which I feel like the Bullet Club. I mean, they're still very popular, but it's lost a lot of little steam with uh, Juice Robinson being on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Which is too bad. And he's going to be on the shelf for a little bit, right? Yeah, I forget what his injury was, but it's pretty serious. Yeah, I think he got to have surgery, I believe. So next on the card, TBS Championship: Julia Hart versus Abaddon. Is at heart for nine. Uh, I went heart for eight. I have Julia for eight as well. I haven't really cared about this feud. I thought tonight was kind of pathetic for a while. I thought Abaddon wasn't even going to show up with the spot with uh, Willow and, and Statlander with Sky Blue and Julia Hart. I'm like, they're not even going to make you know, one more angle going into Saturday for your TBS title feud, but they finally did, but it was no physicality whatsoever between the two. And yeah, Julia's too hot of a talent. Just won the title. They're not taking it off her yet. You heard that, Shep. He just said Julia's hot. I, yeah, I I didn't speak anything false there. This is, (laughs) I I know uh, Abaddon's been around for a while. She was an elevation and dark uh, performer. Um, it's a filler. It's a filler match. It's a filler card. You know, film, film some time. Given, given the TBS title, uh, 
some time on there, but yeah, and and she's like, um, kind of like, I don't know why I'm not comparing her to this talent whatsoever, but her character is kind of like the thing Bray Wyatt was, where it doesn't need a title, even though even though the WWE gave the thing the title, and then they didn't know how to get it off of him, and it was a creative mess. But yeah. she's got one of those characters that doesn't need a title, so. Uh, next up, a uh, match that was added tonight, uh, Chris Jericho, a returning Sammy Guevara that we'll speak on in here in a bit, Sting and Darby, who also appeared for the first time on Dynamite in a while, versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill, the tag team champs, and Powerhouse Hobbs and Kyle Fletcher. So so Darby made it up and down Mount Everest without dying like uh, Christian predicted, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that again today cut up on Twitter today. I'm like, that was awesome. <laughs> I felt like this was kind of thrown together. Yep. Kind of like throw five pounds of shit in a three-pound bag. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just to keep uh, it's to keep Sting relevant through this big little retirement run he's got. Um, maybe he wants to have a match with Jericho. Him and Jericho do go have a little uh, going back. Um, I do kind of like. The way Don Callis and Sammy went at each other tonight, I kind of I, obviously they got personal with uh, Sammy uh, uh, welcoming a new baby girl in uh, to the world. You know, he, he talked about he didn't show up for work for five months. You know, he, he got really personal. So I, mm. I kind of like the back and forth there. Um, again, they're just trying to get, you know, something for these guys to do. Sting doesn't lose on pay-per-view, so I got Team Sting for five points. Uh, again, Sting doesn't lose. Uh, I did enjoy the back and forth. Maybe it was just me, but it kind of looked like that painting with Sammy. Uh, he had blood coming down the side of his mouth, and it kind of looked like it was on his arm, too, under the baby's head. Uh, but, yeah, I went Team Sting, uh, but for one point. Okay. I went team team Sting for seven. Um, I agree. Yeah, Sting doesn't lose. If he loses any match, it's gonna be his retirement match. Mm -hmm. I think. Right. Um, right. I didn't I, I like the Callis and Sammy stuff, but and I tweeted this from our account. Sammy is AW's version of the big show as far as when the when Big Show was in WWE, how he went in WCW, he was heel heel one week, face two weeks. Heel face. I mean, Sammy's that same way. They cannot decide which direction they want to go with him. And the poor guy can't get away from Chris Jericho. He just can't. Oh, he's, I mean, every, he's never going to get away from Jericho. I mean, the last time we saw him, he turned on Jericho. So and now, two months yeah. later, he's back and they're friends again. It's just kind of like, oh, man, I think it'd be good for his career if he could just go on, on his own. And I know they had a pivot with the Golden Jets thing because Kenny getting sick. But... um I, I just I just want to see Doc or Sammy do his own thing, but eh, this will this will still be an interesting. I mean, anytime we get Sting on TV, it's fun. And now, especially this late in his career, before he retires on March third, we got to really uh, appreciate it for what it is. So, and, and then after after well before Sting and Darby came down, uh, Ricky Starks and Midget Bill uh, attacked him. <laughs> yes, and. Yes. I immediately thought we're going to get that tag match this Saturday too. Um, just because Kenny's might be out for a while. And, and um, 
they they still have that uh, tag team title opportunity, mm-hmm. um, and it's you, you don't have a tag title match on the card. So I thought that's kind of where they were pivoting, um, and then Steven, Sting and Darby came out of nowhere, um, and then we get we get the eight man tag, which is a uh, I think something that uh, Tony Khan loves to take away from New Japan because I think they're the king of the eight man tags. But you know, I could see this being on the card, uh, the match before the main event. Yeah, yeah, because this, this match isn't going to steal the show. No, 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 but it could still be an entertaining one. Sting will jump off something probably, and it it could yeah. over deliver. I guess Sting tag matches have done that quite a few times. Well, you know, I tell you, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy Fletcher's work. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I like his new little cocky character now as they made him the ROH uh, uh, TV champ. Mm-hmm. Um, since his tag partner's out with I think torn, torn ACL, right? Yeah, Mark Mark Davis. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be out for a while. So you got to give this guy a new little look. So he's got this the three piece black suit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I think he is a uh, is a uh, he could be a single star. Um, so him and Sammy could put on I think a killer match. Yeah, they could. And, and Sammy him forgot him Barbie. tonight. Tonight in and Sammy's probably talked about Hobbs and Takeshka, but he forgot Fletcher because Fletcher was even on the camera. Like, what about me? Pointing at himself. Yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose or just he accidentally forgot. So, yeah. Next up on the card, I got the TNT Championships no disqualification match. Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland. We saw Christian win in their first match against each other. This thing gets more and more heated every week. And tonight they were supposed to have a sit-down interview um, with Lexi Nair, but that did not happen as Adam went berserk on Christian, to say the least. Yeah. Um I'm going with my my prediction. The last time these two faced, uh, it'll probably come back to bite me in the ass again. But I'm going Adam Copeland for six. Okay, it just makes sense to me. TNT tiles becoming rated R. I I don't I uh, I don't see how this feud ends um, without a, a without a, a bloodbath of a match. I think they these two will. We'll do that. I think there'll be outside interference everywhere. Oh, indeed. Multiple, multiple individuals involved. Um, I actually, I've scratched this out twice. I picked this guy, scratched him out, picked the other guy, and then right before we went live, I scratched it out and changed it again. I got Adam Copeland for two. Well, we agree across the board. I have Adam Copeland for four. Um, And I can hear people right now. Adam Copeland's too big for the TNT title. But the fact is, he's been back in pro wrestling for his last run since 2020. He hasn't held any title of any kind. So I think this is a good one for him to hold. And, and not, not to interrupt you, but, oh, you're fine. but depending on what happens to our world champion, you need a prominent belt mm-hmm. on television mm-hmm. um, that is not that has a story behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, uh, not the all Atlantic championship, what the hell they call it now. International. International. The international, sorry. The international championship is just, Hey, let's kick off the show, put two guys in and go have a wrestling match. So it's kind of taken a little bit of a backseat. So if you don't have a champion on TV every week, which that's a whole nother discussion we'll get into later. Um, you're going to have it. So having 
having a guy, a WWE Hall of Famer holding this belt and on television every week, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. It it would bring some prestige back to it, I guess, or give it some more Mm -hmm. prestige. I mean, Cody was a great TNT champion. The late great Brody Lee was a great TNT champion. I wish he was still with us, of course. It's crazy. It's been three years already, and I would have liked to see him get another ring with that thing instead of it's just the short reign he had with Cody there in the Daly's Place pandemic era um, that we were in. But, you know, Darby's held it. Miro's held it. Sammy, Scorpio Sky. Um, but, yeah, I think some – and Christian's done a great job with the title. Um and I think a lot of people have really enjoyed his title ring, but I think I think putting on Adam Cope would be pretty cool going into 2024. And again, you know, we, we talk about Adam Copeland and going back to the, you know, oh, he's too big for that. Maybe he is, but holding a title like the TNT Championship takes some pressure off of him uh, from having to have these big, long, drawn-out matches. True. Uh, like we've seen in the AEW world champion picture. Uh, a lot of those matches are 30, 45, 60 minutes, even sometimes, excuse me, sometimes even longer than that. And this allows Copeland to come out, hit a quick 10 minute match, 15 minute match and go home. So this allows him to have that gold run one more championship run in his career if that's what he chooses to do without the pressure of having to put on these spectacular 30 to 60 minute matches yeah no very well very good good point and well said so i'm looking forward to that match i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i am too the Continental Classic finals for the triple crown championship we found out that uh, john moxley won the Gold bracket tonight, and Eddie Kingston won the blue bracket. So the old allies slash rivals will be duking it out one-on-one. So technically, Eddie is defending his championships Mm -hmm. for a new championship. And um, I know this sounds crazy. I went with Kingston for five. We talked when this first started that – when Kingston said he was in it and he said, I'm putting my belts up every time we all said Kingston's going the whole way. And then we kind of got jerked around a little bit with him losing the first two matches. And now they've built up this huge comeback story where Mox has only lost once Kingston's lost twice. You know, he had to fight back cause he was almost eliminated. Um, and as much as the crowd is behind Kingston, in New Japan and over here, I think putting this on Kingston will do great things for him. And um, we'll, we'll see some emotion that we haven't seen yet. I, if anybody won the first match besides Mox, Eddie, Eddie wouldn't have won the match tonight. Because Eddie doesn't match up good with Swerve or with Jay. That would have been a, a, a Danielson. So as soon as, as Mox won, I said, all right, Kingston's going to do it. Um, had a hell of a match. Was was a pay-per-view uh, match that we got to see free on, on, on television. I'm going with Eddie um, for three. And and the reason is is 
I think he he pulls this off because Mox is going for a bigger title um, in Wrestle Kingdom. Um, that'll get more publicity, and it won't be on the New Japan Strong shows. It's not going to be on ROH, so it fits Eddie um, better, and it's in Eddie's hometown. So. Are Sounds like I should put more three more than three points on it, but damn it, I, that's what I did. Are you surprised Mox is on the card with Wrestle Kingdom 18 next week? Because, you know, I was thinking tonight, I'm like, man, Danielson doesn't have a place on the card. Then I'm like, well, he's got Okada next week, and he's still healing up from his injury, so it's probably a good thing to give him a few days extra rest. Well, he's more banged up than Mox, um, and it's been well documented how banged up he is, but he, he came out and said, look, I'm in the – pinnacle of my career i just deal with it Mm -hmm. i mean and you know you know how uh i I don't want to call him straight edge um because that overfits but you know how clean he is and the guy the the guy has never probably been in the same room as a pain pill so um he finds other ways to do it um i mean the guy had a hemp championship once that was, that was great when he was the yes. environmental champion that was yeah. classic but uh um, captain uh, planet <laughs> I, I think it's typical mox he's gonna probably do this show and he's gonna hop on a plane and fly over there uh, get a get acquainted and 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 do wrestle kingdom with maybe one of the top five wrestlers in the world right now um will osprey the belly goat coming to AEW in 2024. So and David uh, Finley, not I mean he's not coming to AEW, but that's also who's against Mox. Yes. So. yes. And, uh, did you see David Finley's quote today about? I did. With, with he's like, look, um, the only time we ever talk about it is <laughs> when I go over to dinner once a week to my parents' house, and <laughs> his dad always says, "Hey, you want to come work with me?" And he's like, "Eh, I got other shit to do." Yeah. When, when, maybe uh, someday. Maybe maybe someday when you know, but. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Wrestle Kingdom card is a banger right now. It's loaded. Oh, yeah. It's loaded. And, and, and it should be. It should be. And Ace, the new president of New Japan, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Good for that company, I think. I think he's got to do a good job with that. So, yeah. Um, I also have Eddie Kingston winning, and I have him. I don't know how many points I have on this. I have five. Five for Eddie. So All right. And I, man, what a win for him tonight over Danielson. I enjoyed both of the Continental Classic matches tonight. I thought the triple threat to kick it off was awesome. And mm-hmm. then um, Danielson and Kingston were so hard hitting. You knew it was going to be. And oh, yeah. man, the crowd was behind Eddie. And love how Moxley acknowledged that in the promo. And, um, and that's that's Eddie's biggest win, at least in AW, if not his whole career tonight against Danielson. And he can even up it against Moxley just with everything on the line. And, I mean, Eddie, Eddie's been getting pushed by AEW, but a uh, win like this puts him over the top going into 2024. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I just said a top five wrestler in the world. I would put Daniel um, up there as well. And and he pinned him clean tonight. So, yeah. um, and it doesn't make Daniel look bad at all. No, I mean, you saw no. his chest. It was, it was hamburger meat. Uh, the guy has a had a broken orbital bone. His arm is like sixty percent. He said, yep. and he's turning around and he's going to Wrestle Kingdom to, to face Okada. So face the Rainmaker, who he says he legit wants to break his arm. So <laughs> I, I can imagine how hard hitting or how stiff 
that he, match will be. We need to sit back and appreciate Brian Danielson. We know he's this is his last year as a full time competitor. I mean, then he he still might pop up now and then AEW, but not full time. And I think it's gonna be a hell of a run for him in twenty twenty four. I mean, it's already yeah. been in twenty twenty three since he made that announcement. But I think it's yeah. gonna be a hell of a if run. If his body can hold up. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yep. Good point. So all right, two more matches on the card. The women, AW Women's World title, Tony Storm versus Shep's favorite, Rio. Mm. Shep, I'll let you go first. Storm for seven. <laughs> I went Storm for nine. I went Timeless Tony Storm for nine. No way they're taking the title off of her for, eh, for a few more months, I'd say. And you know, I know I'm going to get flack on X probably, but I just, I'm not a Rio fan. I don't see it. When Mariah May tonight was running away from her, I'm like, come on. Yeah. Come on. What are we doing? Yeah. So I, I think I made a comment about it last week. And then on Twitter, I just heard everybody sticking up for her saying mm-hmm. people are shaming her because of her size. And I've never really, the only time I ever shamed because of her size is when she was, uh, um, Working with uh, Nyla Rose, um, it just and she beat Nyla Rose clean for the for the uh, the, the title, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's she she's athletic. Yes, she is. She she, she can do some stuff, but it's just like I, I don't like them putting her in the title picture as often as they have. I guess I mean there's no. other place on the card for her. I think. I, I think I think the women's division in AEW has some really superb talent, right? That is just not clicking, right? Um, I think it's been a disappointing run for Soraya. Mm-hmm. Ruby Soho has fizzled out. I mean, your your hottest thing right now, I think, is is Heart and Sky Blue. Yes, because um, you're missing Britt Baker. You're missing then, another horse and Jamie Hader. Yeah, Thunder Rosa just really came back. back. Just just came back. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. And, I mean, they're trying to push Sky Blue. I think Sky Blue tonight was like her 68th match of the year. Yeah. You know, I, and she's somebody like was comparing 20, that to Anna Jay only had like 20-some matches this year. So. I think Sky Blue is only like 23 or 24 she's years old. She's pretty young. She's, 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 she's still. Young, so. I wouldn't call her green, I guess, now. But. She's still not a veteran by any means. So, yeah, yeah, I would be that'd be the Before. stunner of the night for me if 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 Tony Storm gets the title taken off of her. So, mm-hmm. and lastly for the World Championship, MGF versus Samoa Joe, and to put some intrigue on this tonight, we saw them defending their ROH or defending Adam Cole and MGF's ROH tag team titles against two of the masked Devil's henchmen. And Samoa Joe is beat up backstage holding his knee. So, but MJF's like, screw it. I'm taking these two guys on by myself. He's doing pretty good against both of them until one of the goons, a third of the four, comes out from underneath the ring, hits him with a pipe. One of them hits the heat seeker on MJF and then cheats with the feet on the ropes for the one, two, three. So, the Devil's Henchmen, whoever they might be, these two are the new ROH tag team champs. We see the rest of the henchmen get around, beat down MJF. Joe comes out. The henchmen all run away from Joe, who's hobbling to the ring with a chair, and then the devil appears, flashes away, and a message comes up and says, pleasure doing business with you. And, and Joe hits the 
Pleasure doing business with you, as Paul says underneath his headline under there on the stream right here. And uh, Joe hits MJF with a chair. So he was in cahoots with the devil the whole time. We, here, here's the thing. Uh, it, it was an okay segment. I know um, MJF can't have long matches right now. He's, he's nursing that shoulder. He, he uh, We haven't seen him work in a couple weeks because of the, of the devil in the backstage segments. I get that. They, they've done that well. But if we do not see who the devil is Saturday, this this story is is yes. losing momentum. Yep. yep. At a huge, huge pace. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I almost thought we were going to see it tonight. I did love Justin Roberts. I love the way he announced. He was just like, "And your new champions," and then he just went silent because he yeah. obviously nobody has any idea who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But we, we got to have the devil um, uh, reveal. We got to have, right? have it. We got to have it Saturday. We got to have it Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think this might have been one of those um, quick flips again, because I still think Adam Cole was originally supposed to be the devil. Um, but of course, his injury prevented that from happening. So I think. That's probably the only real change we saw in this storyline. But, yeah, it, it's time for the payoff. I'm not so sure, Paul, and I could be completely wrong, wrong on this, but my theory is the devil storyline wasn't even supposed to be anything until Cole's injury, and they came up with it on the fly. That's my theory. That's very PK-ish. Yeah. Uh, oh, crap, I just lost my story. Cause I think if Adam Cole's healthy, I think he takes – He's the one to take the title off of MJF. If it was at full gear mm-hmm. or at World's End, I think he was the guy that was going to take it off of him. But then TK Pivot is like, we got to have something in place for this. And Adam Cole can still be involved in some ways. So that's just my, so, my philosophy. I could be way wrong on that. So before we make our picks, Paul has the number seven left. Tanner has the number three left. And I have the number eight left. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, depending on who we pick, there is a, uh, with Tanner, there is a significant point uh, aspect here. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mr. Champion, I'll let you go first. Well, I am picking the champion, MJF. And I know he's beat up. I mean, for real, with the labrum and everything. And this is in his hometown of Long Island. I mean, it would be a crazy way, a crazy finish to take it off of him. And with the devil interference or whatever it is, you know, rips everything away from him. We see him lose the ROH tag titles. Then he could lose the world title. And then, because, spoiler alert, I think Adam Cole is the devil. Then he could lose his best friend. He could lose everything all at once. So maybe I'm – but I'm looking at potential matchups in 2024 with him as the champ, and I'm I'm thinking – they still got to go with him as the champ. So MJF for three, but this could bite me in the ass. Go ahead, Paul. <clears throat> well, if it's going to bite you in the ass, it's really going <laughs> to bite me in the ass. Um, I have gone back and forth all week on this. I mean, um, I, I struggled all day today, crossed it out. I kind of did what Shep did, crossed it out, recircled, crossed it out, rewrote it down. Settled with MJF uh, for seven. I'm impressed though. You said you went back forth, but you put a big number on it. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, because 
maybe it's the whole old school wrestling in me. Whoever goes over loses at the pay-per-view. Maybe that's why I stuck with the big number, but I don't know. Uh, Every championship reign I've had in KOP has come down to MJF in some way, shape, or form. It really has. He screws me if I don't select him. He screws me if I do select him. So, Like me and the elite. More time. So. Yeah. And ship with the women's division and as a whole. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I got a layup on the women's division this, this uh, week. I think we, yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have MGF for eight. Okay. Now, the, the only reason I, I have gone back on this is because it came out in the last seven days that he really hasn't signed a contract for 2024. Are you buying that though? And he came out and made a comment too. Again, it's it's MJF. If for some reason he loses this match, all of a sudden I believe he has not signed a contract because TK's got to protect that belt. Right. Now, I don't believe Samoa Joe should carry that championship very long. There's a lot more guys in that company. Samoa Joe, if this is all true. Samoa Joe's in the right place at the right time. Okay. So if for some, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to follow the conspiracy theory. Of course, again, we're talking about freaking professional wrestling. I know. <laughs> I, I think he has signed a contract. That's why he came back a while ago. Mm-hmm. He, he's just playing it. But for some reason, if, if Samoa Joe somehow goes over here, the contract rumors are going to go through the freaking roof. Yes, they are. Because they're saying TK's protecting the belt. You lose as you leave the territory type deal, MJF. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think MJF has a long, long title reign. I think Which he already signed, has. And I think he signs a con- I think he's already signed a contract. Yeah, I, I do really too. Do. I think just with the way they've promoted him as champ and everything and then switching to babyface, I just feel like he has too. And I think, like you said, I think it'll be really telling to see if he walks out of this or not as far as if he signed that contract because Tony kind of got burnt by that once with Cody Rhodes. When Cody mm-hmm. had the TNT title, was working on the handshake deal, and then he had to have Sammy win in the ladder match. Um, I don't think he wants to go down that road again. So, no, yeah, it should be a fun pay per view Saturday night from the Nassau Coliseum, Long Island, New York. I think ticket sales have been pretty good for this. Ticket sales have been really good. Revolution in March at the um, wonder why, at the, yeah, where Sting's last match. It's, mm-hmm. it's, but you gotta think that's probably got a main event that show, but maybe not. Not, but no, I, I don't think I don't think he'd want a main event the show. He wants the title, the main event. Yeah, I, I think Sting's old school in the building. They're doing it. I mean, there's so much history in that building with uh, what Jim Crocker Promotions, mm-hmm. NWA, WCW. That was their that was their house, and I mm-hmm. think they had to open up more seats. They're over ten thousand, right? Oh yeah, it's close to fifteen now. Yeah, okay. it's selling really opened, well. I knew they opened up more seats and yeah. it was, it well, was well, well. I know more. when we were doing the pod, just you and I, Shep, a couple weeks ago, we looked it up. It holds like 35,000 or something just ridiculous. It's it, like it, it, really big. And yeah, we looked it up because of what you, we were shocked what year it was built. And yeah. obviously, I'm sure they've added on to it to make it that big because they back in 
whenever they build it, the fifties or sixties, they were going to have a, they, no need for a thirty-five thousand seat venue. Yeah, it was. Let's see. I'll go Google. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I guess Uncle Google's better than your other uncle. So the only oh, wow. the, Uncle Google's better than the dirty uncle that won't share the beer with you at Christmas or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. I think I got the wrong ring. I looked up Charlotte Coliseum, but I don't think that's the right. No, it's the it's the Greensboro it's the, College. There you oh. go. That's what it's Greensboro called. Coliseum. I was gonna say the Charlotte's where the Hornets play. Greensboro. Yeah, it was built in 1969, and it holds great fucking year. <laughs> there it is. Oh uh, shit! Thirty-five, thirty-five thousand plus. The the same was it ever remodeled in, in 1969? They really thought they needed it. It looks like it's had renovations in 89, 95, 97, 99, 2016. Okay, okay. It was expanded in, let's see, in 93, and then something happened in 2022. Well, yeah, they announced Steve's last match. $45.6 million. So they had a big project there. Uh, so, yeah, hop in place. So. But looking forward to World's End, it should cap off what has been a pretty good pay-per-view year for AEW. You know, AEW in 2023 has been an interesting year. It's got a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of drama. CM Punk. CM Punk here. CM Punk there. CM Punk gone. Not to to bring up, not to keep talking uh, about Punk because he's, I mean, he's obviously in the wrestling news every day. Mm -hmm. The picture of Don Callis with... Takeshna. Mm-hmm. Were those CM Punk's chest tattoos and arm tattoos in that picture? I thought I thought one of them like was it. The Rock's. I don't think The Rock has but the color. Have, yeah. The Rock's are all the same color, like the, the Simone patterns and everything. I, I could have swore that was... It reminded me of CM Punk's tattoos. Yeah. I thought it might be I'll a little troll by, by Callis. It was either it was either Fletcher's or Takeshna's because in, in it was Takeshna's with the tattoos because Fletcher's okay. was a uh, box in the King of Ruse. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah and they him. they made the comment that uh, they seemed to the tattoos seemed to disappear. I'll have to go. Huh, interesting. I'll have to go check that out. But it's been an up or down year for AW, but I think we can all agree they always produce pay per view time. Yes. They put on a different type of pay-per-view mm-hmm. than, than Connecticut, and it's enjoyable. It really mm-hmm. is. It really mm-hmm. is. You get your money's worth. So uh, do you guys have any favorite matches for 2023 for AW? Oh, man. That's mm-hmm. rough to pick. I know. It's, there's been a lot. Well, I mean, um, Osprey and, and, uh, and Kenny. Yeah, for Bendor and then also at, at, at Wrestle Kingdom too. That was great. Um, I like Danielson MJF the Iron Man at Revolution because everybody's like MJF's got to win. We all knew it, but man, that was exciting. Uh, Hangman Swerve at Full Gear. I mean, it was very, very bloody and cringeworthy at times, but it was pretty, pretty good match. Uh, I think it was in twenty. It was the start of twenty three. Now it was in the twenty two. The the dog collar match with the oh, yeah, and FTR. Yeah, 
Yeah, and we lost. And we lost Jay Briscoe to start 2023. Yep. But it, um, the the good that came out of that was, and unfortunately, it had to come to that to get him on. It was Mark Briscoe becoming part of AEW and on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. there's been a lot um, of good matches. Athena and Billy Starks on the ROH pay per view recently put on a great match for the women's division. Yeah, they did. Um, man, I don't know, but I do want to say, hey, congratulations to the tag team of the year. FTR. FTR. Mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated's tag team of the year, deservingly so, but they don't have a spot on the pay-per-view Saturday unless they're two of the henchmen. Oh. Nah, they're not They're not in no. for it. They're not due for a heel turn yet. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. They're- they're still working on something with House of Black. That's true. I forgot about that. Maybe, maybe that gets added Saturday. Maybe maybe that's added Friday or Saturday. Oh, oh I no, there is no collision this week. Duh. Maybe that gets added Friday. Friday. Yeah. I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. At all. That would be a good feud. So, but it's, it's been a fun year for AW, but I, I really think 2024, they got to get the momentum going again. And, and they're, they're starting to trend the right direction. Ticket sales have been going up. I think they're starting to lower their ticket prices, which you have to. I mean, I know the WWE's hot as hot can be right now, and they're selling out everywhere, and they're making unbelievable profits. But they're also their ticket prices are pretty expensive. So if I'm AEW, I, I lower my ticket prices because I mean, not every family can go to a WWE event. If if AEW can price themselves a little lower, maybe that family family goes to Dynamite or, or Collision instead. I think those are the rocks. The rocks, okay. I just thought there was some color involved there, but he's trolling on somebody. Yeah. He's trolling. That's what he does. Yeah. So. so you talk about ticket prices. There's a house show. I'm sorry, a live event. They don't call them house shows anymore. Um, in Fort Wayne from right. from Connecticut. And if you want to sit in the first three rows, I think the front row um, wasn't even on the aisle front row. Uh, was like five ninety five a ticket. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous for a, for a house show. Like, and I went and Shep, you went last year when they were in Fort Wayne. It was an enjoyable yeah, event. That was a that was a gift ticket, and I still haven't got what haven't she either. paid. But she told me it wasn't five ninety five because I said, "Hey, they're coming back." And I, said, I think I know what in the ballpark. I'll text you. I think I know in the ballpark what she paid. I was guessing two, three hundred bucks. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. I think it's probably about three hundred. And that's still a little much for a freaking house show. I know. You know, and, and well, here's one thing I noticed at a house show. We watched, I don't know what, eight, nine matches, ten mm-hmm. matches maybe that night. Not one hard chop. Okay. Not one dive to the outside. Mm-mm. Um, and, and I get it. I get what they're doing. I mean they're yeah, working smart. It's yeah, I get it. Don't get me wrong, but it's also like, man, like you get to finally sit up close and yeah, you know, yeah. you don't you don't feel the the, the chop. I don't know. It right, was, it was okay. It yeah, I've not bought my experience. I've not bought my ticket for April yet because as of right now, Cody Rhodes isn't announced, and maybe they're not doing that until after Mania. I don't know, but if he's not well, the, on. I'm probably not going. If he is, well, I'm probably going. The initial poster, the big headliner was Charlotte. Well, she's not going now. No. She hurt her knee. I heard a radio advertisement up here on one of the stations the other day, which that's something AEW needs to do a better job of. I've heard locally they don't do a good job promoting. Hey, WWE is promoting this I've thing in tried. December already or April. I've tried. I know you have, Paul. I don't I don't understand. AEW needs to get on that better. But 
they were they promoting it with Kevin Owens. His theme music was on the background of the ad. So Kevin Owens and Lashley were kind of the big two. So. Which Kevin's Kevin Owens was there last year. Yeah, him and Sammy were. It was it was actually a pretty oh, there was loaded. loaded with talent. Yeah, I mean you you had you had uh, them and you had L.A. Knight, you had Cody, you had Solo, you had the Usos, Rey Mysterio. You had Rey Mysterio. Was he with Was he with Dom? No, he. Uh, I can't remember if Dom and Rhea were there. Rhea was supposed to be, and then she wasn't because um, we saw Natalia instead. She was supposed to be, but they. No, that's right. We saw Natalia. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was but, still enjoyable, still wrestling. So anyway, six hundred dollars for a live event. Yeah, so much. AW can price their tickets down a little bit. I think they'll continue to see good success for ticket sales. So mm-hmm. and start going to other markets. Don't saturate your markets and hit the same markets all the time. Yeah, but don't run the same buildings all the time. So, but speaking of AW twenty twenty four, do you guys want to do our who we think will be the champions? The year from now, first, or do you want to do our three bold predictions first? I'm digging these bold predictions that I've got. Right. So, well, you kick us off with your first bold prediction, then, Paul. All right. Um, this one is a very bold prediction. I don't know in what way, shape, or form, but I think Dark Order's gonna win some gold. Wow, I can see ROH gold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we going with the boldest of bold right off the bat. I have, <laughs> no, three, I I have three, I would say two is more bolder than the other one, so probably off with my lightest one. My, my, I'm going, I'm going full throttle. Okay, MJF does not work for AEW in 2024. Wow, wow, I think he's going to the WWE. I, I, I mean, I I, theor- I seriously think I lose Saturday because of my pick. Oh, dude, I, if if he leaves, I don't. They can't. Because, they can't let him walk. Because here's the deal. I, I know TK has endless funds, we, we, which we think we do. Maybe his dad says, "Look, I don't want to. I have billions of dollars, but right. I'm not wasting it on your stuff." Maybe he does. Maybe he does. I don't know. But the heat, the momentum behind Endeavor. And WWE right mm-hmm. now, and PKO, and whatever all the damn subsidiary companies are, with and with Trips having the pin, it's a pin. It's not a pencil. It's a pin <laughs> over there. And the other con that MGF has mentioned numerous times, and I know Nicholas. it's just for it's for heat. I mean, they're going to be able to offer him money that is mind blowing, and MGF knows. Look how hot they are right now. now again, we're AEW fans, and, mm-hmm. and I be- I became a I came back to professional wrestling because it was a new product. Mm-hmm. And I thoroughly enjoy it, and I still watch a little bit of the other one, but mm-hmm. not religiously. But a I know I know we have take Wembley out of it. The majority of the stadiums, I'm sorry, the majority of the arenas that they're doing, even for pay per views, are. Seven to twelve thousand. Right. The, the sting thing's a anomaly. Right. Where that that's a normal raw on a Monday night, a normal smackdown, and then your look at your manias, your your big four, big four, or it, your big four in football stadiums holding sixty seventy thousand people. You're not wrong. MJF, yeah. that's his dream. 
you know, five years ago, MGF was wrestling in front of 150 people. He's worked at it. So that's my, that's, that's the biggest one. Is MGF does not work for AEW in 2024. I hope not you're really. wrong because that would put a really big dent in AEW. I mean, very uh, big. And, and my counter to that would be, well, I agree with a lot of things you're saying. Mm-hmm. MGF still wouldn't be a, a big fish in WWE because they are so stacked right now. Whereas right. in AEW, he is going to be the big fish. <clears throat> he's no. going to be mid-card if he's lucky. I, see, see, I think you guys are wrong. There's one thing that he has that a lot of guys don't. He can walk into that room, and he can walk into that arena, and he can cut a promo on Roman, on Cody, on Punk, on Seth Rollins. You're right. And he can get everybody behind him. Like, not nothing against those guys. Those guys are obviously all great. They're, they're there for a reason. But there's just something about this guy, the way he talks. He can either piss them off or piss the fans off. And if he pisses them off, they're going to get the reaction from the fans, so he wins both ways. That's how good he is. Now, yes, he can cut a hell of a promo. One of the best right now. Can he do a fully scripted promo? Well, you would think some guy named Paul Levesque is smart enough to say, okay, bud, here's your points. You can't say this. You know, you can't have the freedom you had, but you can say this. Put it together. I think that's I mean, kind of what they're doing with punk right now. I think that's the best of both worlds. And 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 maybe, hey, they're they're for some reason in the last 60 days, they're opening up their minds over there. Um, we just saw them NXT just signed with a or uh, are partnering with Japan. Okay. They're having their own forbidden door over there now. And they announced it with William Regal's son, who, you know. Uh, yeah. So they're getting open-minded over there. Yeah. Be- took them because, all out. I mean, well, Tanner's uncle's back in Connecticut counting God. his money. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I can see it happen. I can see it happening. I can see it hitting that damn music with that. Uh, mm. uh, uh, not blue. But I was gonna say Burberry. Burberry. Burberry scarf hitting the the jumbotron across eighty thousand people and whatever the hell next stadium they're going to for WrestleMania. Uh, Lincoln Financial in Philly. It, it's in Philly, but it, it might and it might not be. You know, I don't. You know, he just said twenty twenty four. It's it's a bidding war. So I hope you're wrong, but that I is just, bold and that's a big prediction. So, I mean, him showing up at the Rumble, I know that would put him in AEW most of 2024, but that would be a good place to do it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's just, it's a standard contract. When it expires, I'm sure there's a non-compete somewhere. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's not like he loses on Saturday and, and shows, shows up, up Monday. Shows up Monday. Not poor Rick Rude. Or, or even shows up at the Rumble in January because it's not 90 days yet. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot the rumble was sorry. Well, I will start off with a heavy hitter then since Shep just did. And I kind of want to counter because especially if that happens, then it gets more crowded in WWE. And there's some big names, some big contracts coming up in the WWE. And maybe one of their heavy hitters looking like, hey, you know, I'm not being used as I want to be over here, even though he's in a pretty good spot right now. I can go over to AEW really being the title picture. 
I think Drew McIntyre, or if he gets out of WWE, Drew Galloway becomes all elite in 2024. With you there. Yeah, but he is in the title picture right now against Seth Rollins, so they're using him pretty the well. But fourth time. I know, but uh I think I think AEW could do something with him. Or maybe if he doesn't oh, go to AEW, maybe he's the biggest name on the indies for a while. But um I think a change of scenery mm-hmm. could do him good. He's really TNA. built himself up since he left TNA and went back to the WWE. He's really built mm-hmm. himself up. So yeah, that's that's yeah. that's one of my bold predictions. Paul, what's another one you got? Um, well, as we're talking about people leaving, uh, I don't think this one shocks anybody. So it was like my least one. Uh, the Hardys leave AEW to return to WWE. Hmm. Okay. There's been a lot of rumors floating around that they're not happy backstage with how they're booking. Uh, Jeff has made statements multiple times. He, he needs to, to do something they haven't done in a while. Yeah. They, they yeah. need to bring back Brother Nero. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the true deletion character and then bring back Brother Neo, uh, Nero um, would, would work in AEW. Um, I don't think they could do the schedule in WWE. That's what that's remember the last time Jeff was there. Remember, he walked out in the middle of a match yeah. in a house show through the crowd. Yeah. yeah. And everybody mm-hmm. thought he was on whatever. Um, but well, and yeah, it's just yeah. been too bad because they were scheduled to win those titles. Then Jeff got that DUI and it just kind of derailed their run and they haven't been able to find their footing since. Yeah. And and let's let's be honest, Matt is He's he's on the end. He's mm-hmm. he, you can just tell the way the guy walks. Yeah, his body it does not have a lot left. Maybe it's it's time. You know, they tried a deletion thing because he was a hot act when he debuted in AW. But unfortunately, you know, him and Brody Lee in that first pandemic show show up because COVID hit like crazy. The pandemic started, and so the 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 delete thing or broken mat couldn't hit with a crowd because there was no crowd. So exactly. maybe now's the time. Broken Matt, Brother Nero, try it one more time. See if it yeah. is. The, the the best part of, of of Matt was when he was in one of those stadium stampede, and we had like three different versions of him coming out of the uh, ice cooler and stuff like that. That, that might have that might have been the highlight of him and AEW so far. I think you're right. I think he tried right. to kill. Remember, he tried to kill Sammy. <laughs> yeah, and then Sammy oh. tried to kill him. Oh yeah. 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 It's awful. Oh, that was. That was the worst AW pay per view. That twenty twenty all out. That was uncomfortable. That that mm-hmm. match made me so uncomfortable because I'm like, they need to get him out. He's got to kill himself. But but I, I like it, Paul. That's that's an interesting one. I, that is not the talent I thought you were going to have leaving when you said not surprised. I thought it was going to be somebody else. So, Chef number two for you. Well, if we're, if we're talking about uh, Connecticut people leaving and showing up in AEW. Uh, I don't know if this is a big bold prediction, but I think we see Mustafa Ali hmm. in, in, in 2024. Um, he's he's taken a lot of indie bookings already since his non competes up. Um, took a GCW booking. I think he's took a um, Warrior Wrestling. Warrior Wrestling, which all of a sudden Warrior Wrestling fell off the map, and now they're doing. They're teaming up yeah, with they something. Took like a hiatus. Now they popped up yeah. with a different logo and all kinds of things. Well, mm-hmm. 
their their attendance in South Bend last November was poorly attended compared to the first one I attended. Right. Um, so maybe they had to take a little break, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you got that. I think he's got a not a, a, a revolver. Yeah. I think I think they booked him in revolvers as well. So uh, he can go, man. He's talented. I saw a picture of him the other day compared to when he started in WWE. He's dude. He's, he's put on some muscle. Mm-hmm. He jacked. Um, so I, I on liked, the AJ Styles diet. I liked his. Uh, I liked his. Uh, a promo video re reintroducing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really good. There was a lot of AW uh, uh, talent addressed in that video. He basically put on a bunch of pictures of guys that he wants to work, uh, and one of them was Offspray. So, so yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think we see him in 2024. I don't think I'm upset with that either. Well, speaking of the Billy Goat, Will Ospreay, he's part of my number two bull prediction. He main events all in at Wembley Stadium. Well, that's not really a bold prediction. I think we've been talking about that for months. But, yeah, I'll, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. That still could piss off some guys in the company, though. He's not coming over till March and then a handful of months in, and he's main yeah. event in their biggest show, even though it is in his backyard. Yeah. But I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was part of the agreement. To be honest. So, all right, Paul, number three. All right, um, we're, we're bringing back FTR for this one, and I don't do a whole lot with FTR, so you know this is a bold one for me. FTR, Mark Briscoe, make a run at Trio's Gold. Yeah, I didn't think you were going there with that, but. Uh... I know Mark's kind of said he doesn't really plan on doing anything like that, and that's kind of why I feel like this is bold because those three have such chemistry. They've done uh, a trio's tag once here recently, and they love doing it. They enjoyed it. So I think we could maybe not win gold, and I'm not saying this is going to happen in you know January or February, but at some point, maybe over the summer, tail end of 2024 i think those three run for some gold i i I know coming out of the continental classic he he cut a promo at the end there after he won his last match against lethal and said look hey i'm I'm a rookie singles wrestler but i'm on a run like i'm gonna start a run here so Mm -hmm. i feel like we're gonna get that um and then he made a comment like i'll never tag again now, if it is a storyline with other single wrestlers, I get it. But for him to, and I would even throw the trios in there with that, like for him to hold some type of belt with another guy, uh, another two guys, I, I still don't know if he would be up for that. Again, it's professional wrestling. He can be talked into it. Money talks, bullshit walks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, TK has given him a, a good opportunity, so he – he might, you know, do whatever. Obviously, TK says so. Nah, I, I, it's, yeah. a, it's a good prediction, though. It's a good prediction. And I'm not saying they win anything. I just think, you know, it's kind of one of those, oh, hey, we're going to have this trios championship match. And I'm not saying they're going to win it, but, you know, at least be in a trios championship match. Well, you ready for my next one? Let's do it. <laughs> it's not... It could be AEW. 
but I, I'm predicting ROH by the end of 2024. The one, the only, the outrunners hold gold in ROH. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Turbo, Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to get an outrunner Let's shirt, dude. I'm thinking about it. You got to. So nobody that's my, younger. That's my. Th- I don't know which one's more crazier, that one or my MJF one. But I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, um, my last one. It, it's one I think we all hope that happens, and I think it needs to happen. Oh no no hold the- on hold on! I do not want Goldberg in AEW, Tanner. Oh no no no! no. That oh, was 2023s. No no no, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I'm not doing that this year. Um, he tries. He tried. No, I tried last year. I thought I was pretty certain it would happen. It didn't happen. He's trying, but I don't think it's going to happen. Even though Tony likes Bill, so anyways, this last one I think is one we all need it. We hope and we need it as pro wrestling fans to happen for the wrestling industry to be as good as it can be, and that's Warner Brothers Discovery re-signs a deal with AEW, and the pay per views go on Max. Let's do it. I know the the rumor is you know Raw's out there for the, but man, if Raw goes to Warner Brother, I just don't see a world where Warner Brother keeps two wrestling properties on their TV network, especially if they get the NBA back. If they don't get the NBA mm-hmm. back, then maybe they do because. So I think the best case scenario, Raw would end on FX, end up on FX, and then AEW's back home on Warner Discovery because. You know, I can hear right now, you know, the WWE people, blah, 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 blah. well, I think the AEW is the best thing that's happened to the WWE because it's finally made the WWE up their game. I mean, they are hot right now. Their product's better right now. It has been a long time. Take AEW away or take a major TV deal away from them. Or if they get shifted like TNA is to like an Axis or a channel that's hard to find. Weren't they on the, wouldn't, wouldn't Impact on the Outdoor channel for a while? I think uh, they were on the, they were on a pop. TV Guide channel. Yes. Uh, they were on Pop. They were also on, um, oh my God, there was another channel that was like TV America or something. Yeah, I, they were on some weird networks there for after Spike oh, TV. Yeah. What I'm saying is like if, if AEW goes to a network that's hard to find or doesn't get a lot of viewers and if they end up going in the tank, which I think Tony Khan will do anything in his power to not let that happen with his resources. But if they go down the tank, we're back where we were again with WWE being really the main option, at least in America, for wrestling to watch, and their product can become stale again. Even though I think Triple H is doing a way better job than my old uncle Uncle Vince, but um, but yeah, I, I guess maybe it's more of a hopeful prediction for me. But I think I think AW and, and Warner Brothers Discovery have a pretty good relationship, so hopefully they can come to an agreement. And then get those pay-per-views on Max. So then if they have 10 a year, we're not breaking the bank to watch them. I don't think they're, I don't, I, of course I'm, I'm just, I'm speaking way out of context here. They're, they're we're just fans. <laughs> yeah. If you compare it to other shows they have on there, other, um, and I'm not talking live sports events, uh, their ratings are comparable. Right. So, mm-hmm. so they have like, they're just not, comparable with wwe right now no they're um, comparable to nxt which yeah is the butt of a lot of mm-hmm. jokes but whatever now yeah, so. and and here's the thing that i still don't quite understand AEW has everything all their pay-per-views on bleacher report 
mm-hmm. which you can now access Bleacher Report Sports from within Max. Mm-hmm. So why has the pay-per-views not just been brought over already? I, I, I really think it's all part of the TV contract rights as a whole. I think Tony wants it all together. I'll do it at once. And I'm not like I'm not a uh, for a streaming platform. I'm not a big Bleacher Report. No, fan. it sucks. It no. sucks. Pauses all the time. I've already bought my pay-per-view uh, for next or for Saturday. Mark. And uh, I will be tuning in at like six o'clock just so like well, it, ha- said, it, it happened to me two or three pay-per-views ago. I can't remember. Uh, might have been. It wasn't London. So it was all out, right? So London was all Yeah, out. unless it was the one out in, uh, my God, the one that Adam Copeland sh- showed up for. And I always forget the name. Wrestle Dream? Was it Wrestle no, Dream? It no. Wrestle- Must have been all out then in Chicago. But I, I tuned in, I don't know. 10 minutes late as it started and it was black for 30, 40 yeah. minutes until they had it back up. So yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Thing sucks. So tune well, in those are boys. Those are fun, bold predictions. We'll have to, we'll have mm-hmm. to see how those uh, age throughout 2024, but mm. all right. So probably last segment, well. probably not well, last segment of the show. Let's try to predict who the AEW champions across the board will be at this time next year in 2024. We'll start Mine, off with the big. My, mine's not done. I still have not put an AEW World Champion men's doubt yet. I've scribbled it out four times. So we'll, we'll make that one last, then, Shep. We'll give you. We'll give you. Time you look at my paper. There's just there's, there's just scribbles right up the top. I'll give you time to think about it. Uh, let's start with the women's champion, shall we? Okay. Sure, sure. Let's do it. Who's going first? I'll go first. All right. Thunder Rosa. I like it. All right. All right. Uh, I went Jamie Hader. I went Jamie Hader as well. Ooh. Um, Essentially, we all went with a woman who would be a two-time champ. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if, If Thunder is... It took her what? Was she off a full year? Yeah, I think year and a half. I think it was like eighteen months. Maybe so, it was I mean, eighteen months. I know she had some back issues. Yeah, she was almost done for mm-hmm. her her career. So so hopefully she's got those connected. She or corrected, not connected. Um, well, let's hope everything's connected too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just feel you know she had some really big momentum when she was the champion. Got hurt. Um, just, just like her, she's charismatic. She, she's got the look, and she can work, and she can, she can work stiff. You know, she, she did MMA there for a while too. I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so. She's, she's not scared. So, yep, that's my pick. Yep, and the kind of same way with me with Hater. I mean, she got hurt, didn't really. She kind of, you know, had to relinquish the title and or lose in a fashion they wouldn't have her lose. And they, they need her. She's one of the horses in their division. She had a big twenty twenty three. They need her back. Yep. All right. Well, let's keep it in the women's division. TBS. Sky blue. Good one. I almost went sky blue, uh, but I figured that would be the cop-out answer that I would get picked on for. Uh, so I went somebody else. Um, Anna J. You you try to get golden Anna J quite often. I like it. I Yeah, I have. I've tried. <laughs> She's a... She's a good worker. She's she's got a lot better. 
a lot better and, over the years. Yes. And I think I, if they give her something, singles, don't put her in a faction, don't put her with, you know, Ty Mello or anything like that. Just let her go on her own, develop kind of that character she had developed when she first showed up. I think she'll be fine. I had Sky Blue written down the other day and crossed her out. I went with Thunder Rosa. So right. I, I want to see him elevate both titles a little bit, you know. Give give mm-hmm. give the TBS a, I mean Jade was a pretty big name, and Statlander's a good name too, and Julia Hart's doing fine. But I want to see a little more established name get it sometime in twenty twenty four. Let's go with the uh, let's go with the international title, a title that as of right now is not going to be defended on Saturday's pay per view. I went with Miro for this one. Okay. Hmm. I get. He uh, he didn't come into play <laughs> when I was when I was uh, thinking about this because I, I I don't know. I don't. Shep, know. last year you had action and ready for this one. Just to, just yeah, to was a, that was the dumbest pick I made. <laughs> I mean, I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life. I was right up there with it. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he I crushed a water about. ball tonight. That was weird. Yeah. That was really weird. What was that all about? <laughs> a TikTok challenge where oh. you just chug the whole bottle as you're forcing it to water down your throat and you're not supposed to choke. Uh, I'm, you guys know how I feel about the best friend and that. I'm just I'm bored with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I have down to Oh, I like that. I like that That's a lot. A good one. Wish I would have thought that. I have a guy who actually is holding gold right now, but he's holding ROH gold. I have Kyle Fletcher. I almost went Fletcher. Yeah. Last year, I think I went Ethan Page, which I almost went with him again this year because I like Ethan Page. I wish they would put some gold on him. But You know, honestly, though, I don't. I, there was a part of me, I don't see OC dropping this thing anytime soon. He hasn't defended it in a while. I think he's a little big. Yeah, I think he has too. He's a little big. Didn't he take on um, Rocky? Oh, like, he did. You're Rampage. right. I didn't watch. Uh, yeah, last week right. he did. He did. He did. It was. It was odd. It was odd. But yeah. OC is odd. Yes, he is. How about the Triple Crown, which will be a new championship come Saturday? So it'll be the whatever new gold they they debut plus the New Japan Strong Open Weight Title and the ROH heavyweight championship together. I pick somebody that's not even in ROH or AEW. Who was that? David Finley. Ooh. Like okay. It? All right. Um, well, originally, and then my brain started working going, oh, wait, he won't be here at this time next year, which was Brian Danielson was my original pick for this. Um, but knowing that that's probably not going to happen unless he decides to just stick around a little bit longer. I went with uh, Jay White. God damn it, Paul. Are we, did you, you read my notes? I went with Jay White as well. <laughs> now, now, so the, the New Japan Strong title um, is, is kind of a, a title that is mid-card, okay? Right. So you're taking a mid-card title. You're taking a world championship in ROH, which 
I guess you can say ROH is mid card right now, and you're combining these two into another championship. So you're you're advertising it as a triple crown, which should elevate everything. Right. So I, I think you have to look at all three companies are going to be this thing's going to be defended oh. a shit ton of times and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know for some reason I read that statement today. He was on my list. I read that statement by him today, and I'm like, all right. That's 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 it. That's what it is, right there. Yeah, you know, he, he's going. I can see him starting to work um, in in other other ways, coming back to the states and working New Japan Strong. Maybe showing up on AEW um, and, and some ROH stuff. Because he, he made a comment, he's like, "I'm going to make this shit famous." So that that just swayed me. I, I literally crossed out the four other names and like circled him. Like it's a t- uh, it was one of the tough ones to predict. Yeah. It was, it was. Because we don't really know anything about it because it's a new no. title. So <laughs> here's a tough one. How about the trios? All right. I'll 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 go first on this one because I know I'm going to catch so much shit from you two. <laughs> I am ready for it. I am losing my The Wise Man title right here. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. They actually crossed my mind, believe it or not, but... Because Daddy Magic and Daniel Garcia are doing some entertaining stuff. Now, Angela Parker and, and Ruby Soho, I don't know about that. But That's odd. Um, no, I don't I don't dislike that one. No, I don't hate I, it. I don't dislike that one. Um, you might dislike mine, uh, but it kind of affirms one of your um, uh, predictions is I'm going with the dark order. I mean, the dark order. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I am going with LFI. Okay. Rouge, Preston, Vance, and Drillistico. All right. All right. All right. How about uh, the tag team titles? Shep, go ahead. FDR. That that was a given. That was a given. (laughs) I mean, at some point in time, I know these guys have two years left on their contract. Mm. They're going to make one more run. I see them making one more run where they hold multiple promotions built again. I like that. I hope they do. I went um, very close to that with uh, the team that FTR is currently in a feud with. I want House of Black. All right. That was my trios last year, which they had trios for a little bit. and I went very bold with this one. I went Christian Cage and Adam Copeland. Oh man, I can somehow see we that. get there. I don't know how. I don't know if Christian turns baby or or Adam turns yeah. heel, but we get there somehow, and they have one I, more run together. I, and you know, okay, if we if you would have gave me a fourth bold prediction, was the Hardys versus them in a TLC match? And let's throw the Dudleys in there too, and put in Houston. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that can happen. Uh, I don't know if Devon can go, but I don't. I don't uh, think that'll happen. But but yeah, I'm all. But you know, the nostalgia, the little kid in me wants Hardy's against Copeland and, and Christian. Now, time. they couldn't do the shit they did back. No, but it'd still be entertaining what, as hell. Was it? Is it been twenty years? That was the first one was two thousand, so it's been twenty three years. Yeah. 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 
the the spear. I'll never forget the spear. Oh my um, lord! Jeff's hanging there, and Jeff's hanging there, and and uh, was it Edge or Christian the spear? It was Edge, and the way Edge. he sold it when he hit and came up and looked dazed, and then oh man, awesome! Yeah. And the camera angle was perfect. It was up top camera angle. But mm-hmm. I, I think we're definitely going to get a run out of them one more time before Copeland's done. I, I'm just I'm hoping it's next year. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Two more titles here. Uh, TNT title. Oh, okay. You said two more titles. So we're we leaving out FTW. I did not do an FTW one, to be honest. Okay. Well, yeah, since they don't we'll, recognize it as a title, we'll go TNT, but I'll throw in. I just said Hook was going to hold it all year. Oh, okay. So. I did not do an FTW. Did you do an FTW um, show? Because I did not. What a great sound. What a sound. <laughs> Uh, I did. I did not do an FTW belt, um, but I'll make a p- quick prediction. I'm going to go with uh, Tommy Dreamer, <laughs> Al Snow. <laughs> there we go. All right, one of us will be close. I did do a TNT one though. Yes. Yes, that's the, that's the one we'll do next. Yeah. Uh, I this one I think I think uh, I'll catch some shit for, and you guys will both roll your eyes at me. I'm going with Nick Wayne. I had him down ship and crossed him out for the guy I had. So I was right there. Yeah. I don't see any problem with Nick Wayne no, holding he's this up title. Comer, story wise, it makes a lot of sense. I, I, I kind of wish I would have stuck with it. I, on the other hand, um, stuck with some gold, some bullet club gold and went juice Robinson. Ooh. I, I think that dude is thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of the, when before he got hurt, I think we were talking about him every week. Like just the oh, the uh, way he acts around the ring, the way even if he's not in a match, the way he's interacting with the crowd, the way he talks, even the gun's just, entrance yeah. when he's out yeah. there, like doing this, it's just funny. Yeah, thoroughly uh, uh, charismatic, yep. entertaining, um, entertaining. There were there were two titles I didn't have to think of my champions for, and Juice was one of them. Juice is loose. I yeah. like it. Oh, I like that one. I, I like your guys' TNT predictions better than mine. This guy might be quote unquote above the TNT title, but I like you know if, if Copeland's going to win Saturday, I like keeping on a big name for some reason this year. This guy hasn't Nana? won. No, he has feuded with Nana. Hangman Adam Page. Hasn't had gold in a while. I just feel like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. He. I he, don't know either. He he throws me off a lot of, he lot of stuff. He's a main eventer, yeah. but yet... Then he disappears. It's like... Mm-hmm. He just yeah, he had a, and then he drops off. He had a great feud with Swerve. Yeah. Or having a great mm-hmm. feud with Swerve. Yeah. And then we haven't seen him. No, he gets thrown through the car windshield and nothing. Yeah. He won you know that charity the, battle royal before that. So 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 let me throw this out there. What what's what's a nickname he calls himself? The millennial cowboy? Yep. What are millennials known for? Being lazy. Not showing up to work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know Tanner, you're a little younger than me. I'm on the cusp of the millennial thing. So I'm a millennial. I'm not, I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'd rather yeah. be a millennial than Gen Z. So. 
So yeah. oh. <laughs> we're, we're fucked on Gen Z boys. <laughs> boys, we, like, that's a whole other podcast that needs 47 explicit things. Um, uh, get, I mean, I'm not drinking Bud Light. It's Miller Light. Okay. So, um, yeah. Don't I didn't even have a light. I, had a I mean, let's, uh, let's, uh, if we're going to have that podcast, I'm going to invite John Daly, Kid Rock, and Tucker Carlson to join us. Um, <laughs> I know this is a professional wrestling podcast, has nothing to do with politics, but if you want a good entertaining hour, go watch that interview on YouTube. First of all, John Daly's a freaking idol of mine, right? Like, I'm a huge golf fan. I mean, John Daly is it. Um, Kid Rock's pretty badass, too. And the stories they tell about how, like, Kid Rock got pissed off that Daly was hammered drunk in his house the night before Kid Rock had to go perform and like Kid Rock like dude I don't party the night before I go perform my show and Daly's like three bottles of vodka deep with his caddy like and Kid's like I kicked his ass out of my house I mean <laughs> he's a major winner I kicked his ass out of my house I have to perform and Daly's like eh, yeah he got over it so anyways I, there's my rabbit hole there's my really big rabbit hole for the night yeah so yeah I'm probably off with the hangman prediction but I I was just like, I had Nick Wayne. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go big with this one. See if it Painter gets fit. Filled that's the, that's the bad part. It could fit. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we gave Ship enough time. I think. Oh, though. I got title. One. I got. One. I'm gonna go last, but I got one. All right. All right. I'll go first then. For the AEW World Championship, I think 2024 will end with this belt over the shoulder or around the waist of Will Ospreay. Paul just stole my nose tonight. This is bullshit. It's three of them. And then shipped it too. So this, we all have Ospreay. Because that's yeah. why I said he's got a main event all in. Because I do think, and I'll, I'll make part of this part of my prediction, I do think Swerve holds it at some point in 24. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ospreay takes it. And go ahead and pick my other one, Guy Tanner. I don't care. But Osprey ends the year. Uh, yeah. Damn it, yeah. Paul. We agreed on three champions, Paul. So we're going down together. I was going Not back. the first time that's happened. I was going back and forth with Swerve and Osprey. Yeah, I was too. And and I mm-hmm. went with Osprey. Yeah. See, this was, this was my other it's one that good. I didn't even have to hesitate on. It's good. I, I looked at that and I went, Osprey's holding it. Here's, and I know, I know. They say wrestling contracts aren't negotiated around title reigns. That's the supposedly has to be earned. Um, but I feel for Tony Khan to get him away from New Japan, and the schedule New Japan allowed Osprey to have, where he could still live in England. Um. I feel that there has to be a, a cherry on top, uh, some sprinkles, you know, and it's one of those things where he basically said, okay, you come over here, you do what you do. Uh, we'll make this happen towards, towards the end of the year. So I, uh, and there's this kind of a big show in his backyard. So it makes sense. It really mm-hmm. does. Now on the flip side of that, I think Swerve has worked his ass off. Yes, had to get. He's a heel, but he still has the crowd behind him. Who else did that? MJF. MJF yeah. 
Okay. He was almost forced to go babyface because the damn crowd liked his heel character so much. He was almost forced to do it or was forced to do it. Swerve is, is not to that point yet, but he's getting there. Yeah. And then obviously his in-ring work speaks for itself. So yep. mm-hmm. one of those two guys. Yep. I, no. I agree with Tanner though. I think um, we get to London and we see Swerve Osprey for the title. Main event. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't there a video that popped up from an old ref pro show where Swerve and Osprey were dance doing a dance off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Osprey lost the dance off. Yes, yes, but it's I'm excited about Osprey coming in in March because there's so many fun matchups, and he's going to still be able to do New Japan stuff and some other promotions too. But mm-hmm. yeah, 2024 is going to be fun, boys. The uh, the best part is that when he shows up, I, I I think I see this happening. I see him winning at Wrestle Kingdom. So him showing up in AEW with gold all around his his waist would be um, give him a little momentum as well. Maybe Moxley's his first feud in AEW. Then well, he comes he comes out to introduce himself again, totes the belt, and then Moxley comes from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have one more prediction here. Um, not really. I don't think that boy. Well, it could be boy. I don't know when the guy's contract's up. I tried to look for it. Fightful didn't have anything on their website, and that's the website I go to for contract information. This wouldn't shock any of us, though. If Assuming his contract's up in 2024, I do think at talent we could see to leave AEW for the WWE as Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. I agree. It is, it is in 2024. Is it? I think that's why he currently has the tag titles around his waist is, you know what, we'll give you one more shot at goal before you leave. He's in too tight with Cody. He's in too tight with Cody. Yeah. It just makes yeah. sense. They could use yep. him. He's He's got the charisma they like. Oh, yeah. The, the, the only thing, and, and maybe Paul's getting away from this, the only thing is, is, is Ricky's size. True. Okay. You know, he would match up against uh, a Sami Zayn. You know, but not a Roman Reigns. Um, I, I think he's a little smaller than even the Usos. Um, small, he's. I think he's smaller than Cody. Yeah, I think he is too. I think Cody's on the threshold right there of, of, yeah. of the size they like to push. So, um, I would say he'd be fit right in like the Intercontinental Championship side of it. But Gunther. Gunther's just a beast. Yeah. Uh, so. I think I think uh, I think Miz has nightmares of the oh, the chops. Like I will hit. say, that was the best in ring performance I've ever seen Miz put on. Miz can go. I I, I see mm-hmm. them giving him one more run here. You know, he's he's towards he the end. It. Yeah, he's been he's been a loyal loyal guy. Done what I mean. He took the fog, you know, for Snoop Dogg and McAfee for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know, Shane Mac just when, tore his quad. Yeah, when he pulled a Vinny and tore his oh, quads on the yeah. way to the ring. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. Miz, Miz is a company man. Can still yeah. go. Uh, so yeah, I see. Yeah. Hopefully they they give his due. You know, hopefully yeah. they do. It it'll be a fun twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty three has been fun. It's been a fun year for. AW even though it's had its ups and downs, it's been a fun year for the Kicking Out Podcast, that's for damn sure. And looking forward to even a more enjoyable 2024 with you guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, 
looking forward to the day change. We'll have a whole week's worth of stuff to talk about every Sunday. Yes, we will. So, uh, Paul, for the last time, 2023, wrap us up there, big guy. All right. Uh, be sure to follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcasts, leave us that five star review because we are five star KOP. Uh, be sure to check out kickingoutshop.com. Don't forget promo code FREE23 going on through next Monday. Get you free shipping on anything in the store. Be sure to follow your Kicking Out Predictions champion at Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee 92. Follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. And be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. And with that, for Austin Shepard and Tanner Lee, join us on January 7th, that's a Sunday, at 8.30 p.m. for another Kicking Out podcast.